I'm Danielle Alora, your Elite Miss Pennsylvania Earth 2020, and you're watching Pageants and PJs Podcast. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Pageants and let me just do this Pageants and PJs. Uh, number 57, our special guest for today is Danielle. Not, not this one point, not, not this Danielle, but that, that Danielle, um, who's Danielle Lura, uh, Elite Miss Pennsylvania Earth. Welcome to the show, Danielle. Thank you so much for having me, everyone. I love watching this podcast. So it's so great that I get to be on it. Um, and we're going to have to work out very quickly what to do with two Daniels because one is already bad enough. So we're <laughs> we going with Danny one and Danny two, or Danny senior, Danny junior. Danny one, <laughs> Danny two. The thing one Danny. and thing two. <laughs> Danny questions cool. appropriately. <laughs> Danny one, Danny two. I think right, we need so to do that. Danny one. <laughs> do you want to just leave you guys here and one? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder who would win. I wonder who wouldn't. I shouldn't say that. But anyway, I'm getting distracted. So before we get into fighting, um, <laughs> I'm just, oh God, what a mess already of a disaster. Uh, let me ask Miss Danielle um, how she's going. So Danielle, um, how, how have you been going this week? Yeah, been all right. We've got snow here in London. Um, so it's really pretty out. Uh, ventured out to Tesco to do my weekly shop. You know, that's, I think that's as exciting as it gets, really, during a lockdown in London. But other than that, um, yeah, hanging in there. Went out and took some photos in the snow. And, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, Please don't guys. get us started about the, the supermarket argument again. Apparently, I'm this Daniel yeah. here. I don't know what supermarkets you guys. I know I, we were having this argument last week about what supermarket am I. Apparently, I'm Waitrose. I don't Which really know what that means. <laughs> It's a posh, like, supermarket. It's the higher end. Why so, am I posh? You know, you're not posh. What makes you think, think I'm you, posh? You like fine foods. You'd rather have I the like, nice, good I like food. the fine foods. <laughs> yes. Are you, are you just speaking like this because we have Danny too on? And you just say, I like the fine foods. <laughs> like the I like the fine, the pasta. <laughs> I'm a good guy. Damn me. Oh, God. All right, so a trip to test, guys. That was a highlight of Danielle's week. Um, Chloe, how's your week been? Hi, so today marks the first day off of my two-week break. So I've been doing some fun stuff. I sold my phone with We Sell Any Phone, which I'm not sure if it's a real thing, but if I get the money, then it will be. If I don't, then it's not. <laughs> So I finally got rid of that phone that I had since December when I got a new phone. So hopefully that gets sold. Um, on other news, I did have quite a sad weekend. Um, I have a 13 and a half year old Lassa Apso dog and I was getting really worried about him. He was very sleepy. He was walking into things and he wasn't eating as much. So I was really, really concerned about him and called the vet on Saturday and I couldn't get an appointment till this morning. But the good news is I took him to the vet this morning. He got some antibiotics. So what was wrong with him was with his mouth, he just had a few abscesses at the back of his mouth. So he's going to get some uh, surgery okay. for that. 
And with his eye, he's got a sty in his eye, so he's also going to get surgery to remove that as well. But they just got his blood test back a few hours ago, and he's got very healthy um, liver and kidneys, and his heart's very strong. And they said that he's functioning like a young dog, and he's 13 and a half. So they say wow. once he goes in and he gets his surgery for his little mouth abscess and his eye, he will be super healthy, and he's very healthy for his age. So all that worry and me not being able to sleep all weekend, <laughs> it's just so, oh, it's incredible, just such a relief to know that he's actually okay and that once he gets his little surgery he'll be he'll be fit as a fiddle good so that's good that is very good news you once said that you were you were like um what you said you were like ruffles so he's like you he's young at heart is he yeah <laughs> he's Always so sweet young he's at such heart. a good dog yeah he's, he's been there with me since i was 14 so i couldn't really imagine not oh. having him around yeah so he's kind of well, to work it out in human years, you multiply by seven. So what, he's 13 and a half? Oh, so we got him when he was three because um, what had happened was he actually had an owner. He had dementia. So we took him in and he also had epilepsy. Ruffles has epilepsy. Wow. So he, he requires a lot of care oh, wow. as well. Yeah, he takes seizures every now and then. Um, so we just My comforted him. My old cat had seizures. Him. I thought yeah. that was just a one in a million thing. So I didn't realize a dog had, a dog had seizures too. Yeah, and the best thing about Ruffles is he hasn't had a seizure in over a year now, I think. I think maybe he had one, but because of lockdown, mm. he's so settled. And usually if we're ah. having like a barbecue or people visiting, it would it would tense him up and then he would have a seizure. But because it's just mm. been us at home and we're the only people here, he's been so settled and he hasn't had any seizures lately. So, yeah, he's going strong and I'm just so happy because I just adore him. He's such a loyal dog. He is, and he's a lot less annoying than Paris, can I just say? Yes, so, um, yes. Paris go, is so naughty. Go Ruffles. <laughs> keep, keep Paris in check. Just slap her around a little bit. Um, but that, that's great news, so I'm very glad to hear that. Also, you're very clear tonight, Chloe. I'm, oh, wow. I'm not, I'm not okay with this. What, I feel something <laughs> is going to happen. You're never clear. You're normally like a fuzzy and sounding like a robot and on a 10-second delay, so... Yeah, it's because something? I'm not. I was off work today, so usually I'm using the Ethernet cable in my computer to work all day from 8 a.m. till 7 p.m. on a Monday. But today I haven't been using the internet, so I think maybe it has something to do with that because I believe that we can only use so much internet a day and then it starts to slow down. So I think maybe because I don't oh, have work today. Please tell me that's not the case. If you guys have daily caps on your internet, you really are yes. officially worse oh, than Australia. <laughs> I mean, we do. I won't get. I have been to America, and you've been to America. We've all been to America many times. It's unlimited internet everywhere and Wi-Fi everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. on that note, uh, Ralph has said hello, Danielle. That would be for Danielle too. I'm assuming it could be mm -hmm. for Danielle one, but we'll take it either way. I'm claiming Looks it. Like <laughs> Looks like he's giving you a bunch of flowers as well. Aww. And um, Elizabeth Coulthard is watching Thank as usual. Dad. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi. All right, so Danielle 2. I, I was about to say thing 2 because of Danielle <laughs> 1. So okay. Thing 1, thing 2. I should change the names here for thing 1, thing 2. But Danielle Allura, um, you should have heard, Danielle, how my um, – not my Siri, but the Google version of Siri. It gave me a, a warning that this podcast is coming up and it said your name in a very, very, you know, very uh, 
I don't know, very nice way. It was like, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Allura podcast. Ooh. I'm like, mm, okay. But Daniel Allura, how, how have you been since um, we interviewed probably, it was July, I think, last year, obviously, and you, since you've, you've had your competition, Daniel won, helped you out with some styling. But um, tell us how you've been. So I've been really, really great. It was awesome to have an in-person competition, live competition on stage during such a time like this. And they did such a fabulous job keeping us safe. And it was nice to also go to Florida, some warm weather. (laughs) Right now in Pennsylvania, I'm in Philly. And we had two snowstorms this past week. And they don't really plow my street really well over here because it's small, number one. And number two, the Philly Waterworks is right underneath my street. We deal with potholes all the time. And so there's snow there, but they plowed the cars in the first time. My car got stuck. So I'm just, you know, bunkered in here trying to keep warm. I have a heater on and everything is just a winter wonderland outside. It's pretty, but now it's cold. So (laughs) is summer here yet? No. I I don't understand when you guys are talking about snow, I have no, I know what snow is and I have seen it, but being snowed in is obviously something that does not happen in Sydney. I mean, in Sydney, it never snows. It might hail for us to see proper snow. We'd have to go to the ski slopes, which is a few hours west ways. And even then we have to have fake snow a lot. So you're snowed in, you had your pageant. What, what, what else have you been keeping busy with? Cause you do everything. So that can't just be it. You're an apiarist as well. Yes. Anyone want to guess what an apiarist is? <laughs> an, a, a what? Oh, do you? No. I have. Danielle one or Chloe, apiarist? I keep bees. Bees. Oh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> and uh, right now they're winterized. So, yeah. um, and I have a swarm trap out just in case we get some crazy weird warm weather that a swarm tries to find a new place, a new home. If they've outgrown their hive for the winter, they'll find my swarm trap and bunker down there and then I can donate it to um, another hive locally and then so help the bee population like that. So (laughs) they're so cute. You know, I used to be really scared of bees. Uh, I was stung next to my eye when I was five years old. The only time I was ever stung, but now I'm like, oh, am I allergic? Am I not allergic? But then when you learn more about what bees need, why they react certain ways, it takes the fear out of it. Because if you know why they're doing certain things, then there's no reason to be scared. Because the only time they'll attack is if they feel the queen or the hive is threatened. So if it's mm-hmm. by a flower, you can really get close to it and see what it's doing. So, um, yeah, I've definitely... <laughs> had enough time with bees now but I've, you know i've never been stung by a bee never 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 hurts i don't i don't think <laughs> i do it stung by a wasp i've never been stung by a wasp either i've just been really lucky i think a wasp is worse we, yeah. we have some wasps here and wasps can just sting you repeatedly a bee oh, yeah. stings oh, you okay. once and normally it will die because it tears yeah. the sting out but the wasp just oh. it's horrible they're dangerous they can sting you multiple multiple times and then if say if you're stung 10 or more times you have you might you might feel like you're okay but your body can react to it in a form of a shock yes so you just have to be really careful Uh i've been i've been okay for 32 years i'm good (laughs) touch wood touch wood i'll be out in the snow and there'll be a random wasp out there and it'll come get me now i said (laughs) 
And it sounds like I'm gloating. I've never been stung and they're going to come after me now. You might see a bee or two during the wintertime. They mm. go on something called a cleansing flight. They'll leave their nest just to like... Clean. I guess go to the... Yeah, clean themselves, oh. go to the bathroom, not in the hive, <laughs> and then uh, find their way back. So if you come oh. across one, that's why. Oh, Cute. I thought you meant like what all the celebrity hippies do when they come over to here to Byron Bay and they go on a cleanse, you know, like a juice cleanse or a detox. <laughs> the bees are yeah. going, you know, some of the bodies made in winter, so I'll go have a cleanse. Yeah, bees are walk. known to be hippies, so. <laughs> hippies. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> the dad joke comes in. Chloe, don't encourage her. Almost, not even though it's minutes in. Unlucky for some. With all these golden Damn. one-liners, you should create t-shirts. I'll have one that says boobies. Mm. <laughs> Are they fairy bees? Ghost bees? Ghost bees. <laughs> Is this a dead hell thing? You guys just speak nonsense all the time. Yeah. Yeah. How did you yeah. guys get any work? You, you would have just been making silly jokes all the time. We were very professional. Danielle was on it, and we were li- literally all guns blazing when we were going oh, yeah. through the first session where we were just going through everything. Like, that was, I don't think I've ever worked like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like, you got, I've got this dress, and I've got this outfit, and I've got this, and I've got that. And I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> the girls prepared. Yeah. Um, and so we we crammed a lot in that session, and then obviously throughout we were in contact the entire way through. So we got a lot of work done. I and I you. have to thank you for that, Danny, because never have I ever worked with a stylist before. That any moment that I either sent you a text or made you a quick FaceTime to be like, "Hey, what about this? I know we didn't plan this, but what do you think?" You really picked up the phone immediately. I can't thank you enough for that. So anybody that needs a stylist, you have to hire Danny. She Aww. is the one for you i can't wait to work with you again in the future thank you times a million oh, thank you don't make me cry so oh, like, really? I, I love it honestly i absolutely love it i live for that kind of thing like when you message me anytime i'm here for it i'm here to talk about style so thank you it's it was amazing. An I, even, joy. I even called danny once and she was <laughs> on this pageants and pjs podcast i think and you were like i'm on the podcast right now but what do you need and so i like literally she's the one for you guys but work with her like give her enough time to work with you because Mm. you know if it's coming up pretty quickly for your competition or whatever it is a red carpet that you need her for she has suggestions of things that you don't have so you want to allow yourself that time to go and get it so yeah. Awesome. I this see you. We're, we're surfing the web the, uh, right now. <laughs> we could. Yeah, wow. I could. I'm bringing up some of the um. Oh, the we have a name for that. Dress. We have that. Yeah. Go on. Tell him. That's the black. This one was mamba. a mamba. The, the yeah. bl- black mamba. She White called it the black mamba, but it was navy. So then I had to correct her. So that's the navy mamba. The navy mamba. So basically, when we were trying on dresses. Um, Danielle tried this dress on. I was like, "Yes, this is hot. This is like this is black mamba." And she was like, eh, "It's actually navy." I was like, "It's navy mamba." <laughs> it's a killer dress. Yeah, that was Beautiful. the first one I wore too. I loved it. I felt like a million bucks in that dress. So and then cute. I packed extra things that she was like, "Where did that come from?" Yes, where that. <laughs> I'm glad that you wow. packed that. That's a nice photo. That was that brilliant. Was- on Lake Eola, I believe is how you pronounce it. And there were swans everywhere. And it was oh. so, so cold. <laughs> 
even though it we were in Florida, gorgeous Florida, we had this mm. um, cold wave that came through. And so we didn't necessarily, we got one sunny day, which was nice because that was the day that we were in our bathing suits. So it wasn't too overcast, but there were two black swans by this bush when I was taking this photo. And I was like, I need to remember to take a picture oh, of them. This one saw, right here. I saw black swans in person. Well, that's a white swan. <laughs> I know, but there's a giant thing. Gee, it's huge. It's giant, <laughs> really. And the, some of them were like a little territorial because I guess yeah. their babies were nearby. So... I was like trying not to make too much eye contact, <laughs> but it was absolutely gorgeous. So if you go to Orlando, you have to visit this lake because there are swans everywhere. What's happening here? I <laughs> I had worked with the teens on their service project. Something came up where we couldn't take the teens off the property to pick up litter like the rest of us uh, for Garbo mm -hmm. Grabber with a clean earth project and keep Orlando beautiful. Um, so they were against a wall with what kind of service project they would have them do. They were tossing things up like, well, maybe we can just go around the resort and see if we find litter. But the resort does, the Rosen Plaza does such an amazing job keeping it perfect that, you know, what would you think a bunch of teens would do aimlessly walking around? Yeah. So I made a suggestion that we were in a hotel and it was very close to my platform that they come across towels and linens and pillowcases that they have to throw away all the time. So I was like, well, my solution would be if I could call housekeeping and just say, hey, whatever you're getting rid of today, keep it so that we can utilize it tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. and upcycle it. And half the teens had never upcycled before and the other half had never picked up a needle and thread. So it was a really, really cool project. And this is our little cheer at the end. We all said there is no excuse for single use. <laughs> can you just define upcycling for me? Sure. So instead of throwing something away, you give it another purpose. So, um, for instance, one of the teenagers had upcycled a towel into socks. Another one had upcycled a giant sheet into a top and a bottom skirt. Uh, some made purses, some made headbands to give themselves uh, facials or whether they're doing their makeup and just trying to protect their hair out of the shower. They were so creative that it just blew me away. And they ended up having a little runway show at the end too with choreography and everything. So I'll be posting this video soon. It's just, it was adorable and it was so great to work with them. That sounds amazing. Um, I, got to, I got to ask, so in terms of your pageant heels, how long are your pageant heels going to stay away? Uh, you mean like my Chinese laundry heels? No, I just mean figuratively speaking. How how long is it before we see you in another pageant? Oh, figuratively. Because the queen's always said, "Well, I'm taking hanging my heels up." So I'm not specifically asking. Yeah. So I I have been um, you know very very honored and complimented by a number of systems reaching out to me and uh, voicing their interest, which feels great. <laughs> um, it, I felt like right after it ended, I was like, oh, I'm going to do one tomorrow. I was like so gung-ho. I love this stage. I just love it. But I am not quite sure yet. I'm enjoying, you know, focusing on my other projects. But you'll be the first to know if I do another pageant. And I'll reveal it on one of our podcasts. How about that? <laughs> Woohoo! Down to that. Actually, I don't know who me. would be the first to know. Danny or Adrian. Where's the... Okay. So, I don't know, we flipped. 
Very flipped. Thing one or thing two? I'm definitely thing one. Um, what what I what I wanted to sort of get a bit of clarification from you, uh, Danny. I'm, I'm just going to assume that Daniel and Daniel know who I'm talking to based on the question. Okay. okay. But uh, Chloe and Daniel, have you seen Daniel's um, music video? Um, I think I saw a clip of that. Did you? It's on your um, Instagram, right? It's here. Oh, gosh. This is you so can cool. actually hear it as well. <laughs> so beautiful. Thank you. That's a newspaper dress. Oh, gorgeous. Me and myself. That is a red solo cup dress. There's this wow. phenomenal lady I know that oh helps my goodness. me with these. And that's a dress made out of plastic bags. I'll just turn the volume down oh so you can goodness. hear Danielle explaining it. And that's so Ganesh. That, that dress is made, um, you said red solo cups, so disposable cups, right? The red dress, right. this one? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. yes. <laughs> wow. Oh and Danielle, you, you edited the video yourself, is that right? I did. I wow. edited it entirely myself. And I had You're insane. definitely, definitely needed to. I had just learned it, learned how to use Final Cut a few days before we finished all the material uh, that we shot it in two days and then edited it in like seven and then released it with the single. Kids at home, don't edit your own videos. You will you will age 10 years. Tell me if I'm wrong, Daniel. You will age 10 years in one video. Am I right? Oh, it tests he looks great. part of your being. <laughs> Actually, no, I know she looks great, but figuratively speaking, Chloe, editing videos is not something I'd wish upon my worst enemy. If you have no idea how to do it, you have to teach yourself how to do it, then do it, then deal with all the mysterious issues that occur, even though you've done everything exactly as you were told. And it's, yeah, it's not. How long, Daniel, did it take you to edit that? I mean, it's a, what, four-minute video. So it's, um, I'm a bit of an insomniac. I know, I think Danny, Danny one is also. <laughs> so, I think uh, one is too. <laughs> but I, I do some get, of my best no. work at night. Yeah, uh, same. I'm the most creative at night. Yeah. Uh, you know, something, there's something about the whole world being quiet and asleep that you could really just steam forward. And so oh. I think it was like a nonstop, four or five days glued to the chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's better than it being a few months. Now, were there more things that I could have changed or edited or made a little bit more perfect based on what I was going for? Yes. But there comes to a point where you just got to put down the paintbrush oh, yeah. next to the easel and say it's done. But mm-hmm. I definitely needed to upgrade my computer in the meantime, too, because my RAM was killing me. <laughs> oh, rendering and freezing and crashing. Anyone anyone want to hazard a guess as to what RAM actually stands for? Um, Oh, I I did this in ICT at school, but I can't remember what it was. Come on. Come on. I'll give you a clue. M stands for memory. Yes. Random access memory? Yes. She got it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Ten years ago, since I learned that, I... <laughs> I, I didn't think anyone would get that. I'm I'm impressed. But um, I, Danielle, talking about you know just having to put the the paint brush down at some point. I know exactly what you're talking about because when I published the two books at the end of last year, you know, 106 or like 200 submissions later, I did that whole thing in two weeks. So yeah, I know there are mistakes in it. So quick. Too quick. 
Like I don't advise anyone doing it. Just like I wouldn't advise anyone editing their own music video if they don't know how to edit a video. But sometimes we just, we do things and we learn. Um, do you it mind was if fun. I ask you, um, you turn that around That depends so what the question is. And you got, well, so you put it together and then you got it published and then you sold the books. Isn't it really difficult to sometimes get a book published? Amazing. Gorgeous lady on that cover. Stop it. It is. It's not difficult at all if you publish it yourself. So these are self-published. To get a to get a publisher is very a different story. So what will happen with a publisher, as I understand it, I've never looked into it. um, You have to pitch them your idea. Right. Uh, It's kind of like getting a record a record deal. And then, you know, it, it's kind of hit and miss whether they will take you because they'll take like one in a hundred or one in a thousand. Then if they, if they accept you, you get given an advance, which could be, let's say, $10,000 or $20,000. Now, that's not just cash in the bank. You have to pay that out of any royalties you would be paid in the future from book sales. But the idea is then you have enough money to go and write your book. Um, and then, but the problem is you surrender creative control. Mm. to a large extent. So they can tell you what they want the book titled. They can tell you what they want in the book and, and all that sort of thing. They can decide the cover. Um, and that's not really what I wanted. I like turning things around quickly. I like maintaining creative control and I'm very able to do this stuff myself. And then also I don't have to pay anyone. I mean, the royalties come to me. I'm not getting a percentage from another company. So I guess it would be similar to publishing your own music, which, you know, you you obviously know a lot about, Danielle, versus going through a record label. There are advantages, there are pros and cons. So with a record label, obviously you have worldwide distribution and things like that. Um, But these days it's so much easier with the internet to do a lot of these things yourself, like Justin Mm -hmm. Bieber got discovered on YouTube, right? So self-publishing, which is what I did with these books, um, and a lot of people think it's super difficult. I won't say it's super easy if you don't have any tech skills, but it is not as difficult as a lot of people think. So if you're interested in self-publishing, um, then definitely give it a look. But, Danielle, what's, um, what's happening with your music? I, I was going to ask, because Danielle does, she obviously does the pageantry. She does the music. She's an apiarist. She's been in China singing in their version of Victoria's Secret. So how do you do all this? Like how, if I ask you, what do you do? Let's say I meet you at a bar. I have no idea. So Danielle, tell me about yourself. What do you do? Answer that question for me, please. This is what I've been Uh, dying to ask you. If someone asks me that question, one of the things I end up saying is uh, exactly that. Ask me a question, you know, because if you were to just start blah, 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 this is what I do. I feel like the person that would be meeting me for the first time either wouldn't believe me or think I'm like full of myself or something so I'm just like ask me a question I got a lot of answers so that's pretty much how I started <laughs> so what you, you don't you don't you don't you answer the question with another question yeah I'm I'm really bad at talking about myself so <laughs> I just go ask me a question <laughs> Because um, when I had Danielle on for an interview, I, I took her through some of the photos that she posted up. She had a photo with Gerard Butler, yeah. a photo Whoa. with Gordon Ramsay. There was mm-hmm. a photo of her driving a Ferrari, and she said it was oh, just wow. started raining. Um, I'm trying to find rental. it now. This one looking over here. <laughs> yeah, it was a rental. So, well, so what? Let's say you you you, you had a dating bio. What would you actually put in it then? Uh, well, first of all, first of all, I don't have a dating bio. I don't 
I don't. No, no, I'm not saying to have one, but I'm just <laughs> curious as to what would you put in it? Yeah, I really don't know. I would probably not take it seriously at all. I'd probably be like, um, I like peanuts and going for long walks on the beach and just something to, super random. And probably, you Do know you what? love pina coladas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or... <laughs> yeah, like, you know, not your average Joe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, did you ever look up like this? <laughs> truly, what well, I don't know what I would say. <laughs> Maybe you guys should just create one for me. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got at the top of your Instagram, you've got actress, model, singer. I'm going to show you guys so you see what I'm looking at. So here's just a random photo. You know, my other car is a Ferrari, sort of one. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to see if I can find the one with. Because Daniel has done a lot of different things, so it's always fascinating to me. Here, here's a. Uh, is that a this dog? Is, this is. Yeah, you're I have super, a puppy. Oh wow! You're concentrating very hard in this photo. I mean, yes. you got it when you go at that speed. I had just gotten the wheel, and it was raining, and we were on uh, back roads of the mountains. I want to say we just left part of the Dolomites, and the Dolomites in Italy are beautiful. Mm. Um, like the water looks very much like Iceland. It, it turns that icy blue color because of um, the type of organisms and algae that's in it, the way it reflects from the sun. It's just gorgeous. Italy oh, itself yeah. has like its own seven wonders of the world. You love this photo. Oh, I love Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> what, what, um, what Formula One was that? What track? That was Austin, Texas. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I love like him. If that was Monaco, I, would, I might have been there because I've been to Monaco twice. It's awesome. Oh, that's my sister. She said, tell him I said, what's up? She's also, <laughs> my sister is also a chef, by the way, and that's probably why. Ah. Very, very talented. I don't know if, if you'd want, if I was a chef, I don't know if I'd want to tell that uh, Gordon Ramsay that I was a chef because I'd be afraid <laughs> that I'd get yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> you call that donut. You donut. My favorite one is where he puts two, um, two, two pieces of bread on either. Yeah, the idiot sandwich one. I love that. What are, what are you? What are you? An idiot sandwich chef. Um, do you like he, to cook? Oh, yeah. I, I love to cook. I don't get to do it nearly enough. This is Sparta. So. I love that movie. Familiar faces. You might as well just watch our other interview. This is all the same photos. <laughs> This is oh, this is an old doggy. school Ferrari. Oh, is so that, that was that an F forty? Very good, F forty, F fifty. So this is at the Marconi Museum in Orange County, California, and this was um, a charity that I worked with very closely for a very long time. I oh, was their uh, secretary, vice president, and chair of their event committee. This is one of their galas, and so this car museum hosts the. Did something beep? <laughs> yeah, this I think it was outside. Museum, uh, they host the charity events and give a portion to their proceeds for renting the venue and uh, the catering bill to families in need. So it fit right in with what we were going for. And so we actually were able to raise money for two charities at once that night. That's amazing. Um, do you yeah. want to tell us a little bit more about the actual charity? So Family Promise, um, I didn't. I don't think I actually got to talk to you much about it last time. So do you want to tell the viewers a little bit more about the charity and what it does? 
Yeah. So Family Promise is a charity for family homelessness. And we're in all 50 states. There's more than 220 affiliates. We partner with uh, shelters and churches, synagogues and mosques as our real estate to help house the families for the first part of our IHN, which is our um, intermediate and emergency housing sector when they are approved. So they cannot be um, abusing substances. They cannot um, be convicted as like a child abuser or be arrested for domestic violence within, I want to say, two months of trying to enter our system. And then they graduate within an average of 42 days and can support themselves again. And our caseworkers work with them for two years following their graduation of our program to make sure that they are never, ever like one or two or 10 paychecks close to homelessness ever again. Amazing. So far, I've personally helped to rehouse, I think we're at 220 families, which is funny because that's how much affiliates we have. And also last year was 2020. So it's kind of cool. So if I was to ask you what sort of gives you the most joy in life, what, what would you say? I mean, we're not going to answer the dating bio question, so I'll ask you another question. <laughs> what What brings you the most joy in life? What gets you up early, keeps you up late? It's definitely that you hit the nail on the head. It's working with this charity that I've been with since I was 14 years old because I'm adopted myself. I just get so much positivity and blessings throughout my life that it's like, how could I not give back? So anytime I feel like, I'm getting something amazing or I'm reaching a goal that I've tried really hard for. I just, it's like, okay, well, what can I do for someone else? Uh, So I spend a lot of time and effort with these charities and we change the future of children. I mean, could you imagine living in a car or, you know, all your belongings in a trash bag constantly from like, there are families that we pick up at state parks that are like living under a tree. So Uh, Since that's not my reality, because I won the lottery with my parents and my family, I have Mm. to make sure that I can do the same for children. Because I have the energy and I have the resources and the amazing network around me, I do it. And you don't need to sleep. No, I don't. (laughs) And you guys can do it too. It's super easy to give back to Family Promise. If you go to familypromise.com or search for the Family Promise near you on your Google Maps, there's um, in America... There's one in every state. Uh, in California, I believe there's seven. And yeah. so you you can either donate or attend one of their events. Uh, they have awesome events like uh, soup kitchens and potlucks and galas and virtual events these days, too, because of the state of the world. Mm. But, uh, you know, a little bit goes a long way. We give 92 cents of every dollar directly to the program. That's important. Can I just pick, mm. on, pick up on that? Because there are so many charities here in Australia, it was in the news, unfortunately, where it was the other way around, where like 80 or 90% of the money that you were told was going straight to the charity was going to administrative expenses and overheads, which is really, really bad. I mean, so I love the there fact. is something to be said about administrative expenses because uh, when we went through our hiring process for our new executive mm. director, Cindy, who's fabulous at FPOC, so Family Promise Orange County, you get what you pay for a lot of times when it comes to the executive mm. director that will not only be the face of the organization, but also know how to write the perfect grants uh, instead of having to you know, extend your budget to also hire a grant writer. And so 
if I could pay her a million dollars a year, I would, but I can't. And so uh, we do what we can. And if we get um, certain extra things in, you know, we have her to thank for it. So, you you know, pay has to be this gentle balance between our budget and then what we wish we could give her and try to give her as best mm. as possible. But, oh boy, there are some amazing, you know, executive directors out there that make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. But you will mm. see that at the bottom line of a nonprofit because it does cut so deeply into the budget. Of course. And you definitely, um, these, you, you deserve to be paid. I mean, if you're good at, at what you do, right. it, it doesn't matter whether it's a nonprofit or whether it's a Fortune 500 company. Um, the issue that we had here in Australia, there was a couple of things. One was that it was very dishonest what was happening here um, with some of the biggest charities that we had that everyone would know about if I, if I named them. And um, if you ask them how much of the money went to charity, they would say all of it. But technically what they were doing, because the people they got to actually take the money so, you know, the people who come up to you, I don't know if it happens in America or the UK, but they come up to you in shopping centers or on the street yeah, and ask you for donations that. and, mm-hmm. right. Uh, and if you ask them how much of this money goes to charity, well, what happens? Those people were, or they're not, they don't work for the charity. They were working for basically what's a marketing organization mm. and they would tell you all of it. But what actually happened was that the money would get taken from the marketing company. All of it would be given to charity. So technically all of it's gone to charity, but then the charity would then have to pay, I think it was in some cases, 80 or 90% back to the marketing company. So they would tell you it's all gone to the charity, which in theory it has, but then 80 or 90% of it was paid in commissions to this marketing company. Um, So there was that lack of integrity from that respect. um, And there was a huge expose on it. And unfortunately it was a lot of the charities that the pageant girls here were working with. Um, and it just doesn't sit right with me when so much of the money is getting getting eaten up. Um, not not in just justified uh, administrative costs, but things like that. Um, and that marketing company has anyone seen Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, I saw it the other day actually. Okay, did you see the hazing rituals they made all the initiates go through, mm. embarrassing them and all the? That's what that marketing company was like. It was what? run like that. Yeah. Um, hazing rituals, and if you don't if you don't get enough money, then you're fired. And they would have mm. them do stupid competitions, and if the, the, the loser would sales yeah. the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and that's a shame because then a lot of people went, "Well, I'm not giving money to charity because I always thought that stuff went on." So I'm, I might just give up, and I'm not going to give to charity, which is not it's obviously not good for anyone. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was very very unfortunate. But in terms of I've been thinking about what charity I would like to support. And just because I have sort of a large base in the US, a large base in the UK, and then a large base obviously here in Australia, I was just thinking, well, which one can I support that sort of everyone around the world could get behind? And I do love the idea of helping children, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's something like this. Another one I've been looking very carefully at is charities that rescue children from sex slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a huge issue, sex trafficking. And I think no matter what country you're in, you could probably get behind that versus supporting, you know, a US-only charity or a UK-only charity or an Irish-only charity or an Australian-only charity. Um, anyway, I don't know how I got onto that. That's my rant done. <laughs> we just sit here in awkward silence. Yeah, well, I, you, you froze um, a little bit on my side, so... <laughs> 
I actually did my training over the weekend for the charity that I raised money for when I attempted my world record, so Alone Ireland. So I did my online training and yeah, within the next few months, I'll get paired up with my very own elderly person that I can Aww. go and visit and form in a relationship with. So yeah, That's so I'm cute. Excited about that. What I is saw- it called again? It's called Alone. Alone. Yeah. Aww. Aww. I watched there's the something cutest. similar like that in the US. They um there's a few retirement homes and elderly homes near me that they're like adopt an older person. You can like write them notes and stuff back and forth or text message back and forth if they don't have any family that can visit them or things like that. Yeah. yeah that's you go, Chloe. Oh sorry, I was just about to say a lot of these old people are living alone. So um the alone charity helps support them to live comfortably from home so they'll arrange for us to be able to go out and visit them and stuff and on the little clip i watched in the training um one of the volunteers even took their elderly partner to um the cinema which was so sweet i would love to do that and even bring my nana along and get her to make a little friend from it so who knows what might stem (laughs) from this because she's been on her own as well for the past few years although she has moved in to live with us for the past year which has been lovely but it'd be great to get her a little friend from from the project as well so i'm excited to see how everything pans out from it i watched the cutest little tiktok today of a girl that does exactly the same thing and she had this guy homer and she took him to her favorite ice cream store oh, and they went and got so ice cream together and it was so cute. He literally snuffled his and he was just like, it was in my hand one moment and then it was gone. Um, so he enjoyed his ice cream. It was just so heartwarming to watch. It was just amazing. I think um, everyone should take time out when they can to do something like that. In the beginning intri- of the pandemic, yeah. sorry. No, Danielle, you go. I've spoken enough. By all means, take my spot. <laughs> In the beginning yeah, of the you pandemic. Can, you can be here. Oh. <laughs> hey, everyone. My name is Adrian Kwan, and you are watching. <laughs> can I just, can, can I applaud you for being able to say Kwan? Because all Americans say Quan. <laughs> they do. Chloe just says Chan. But that's a long story. I'm waiting on that. Stop it. <laughs> But Americans go, Adrian Quan. I'm like, God. That's not as bad as what they say my name is, though. McNogna? McNogna, Miglioni, Miglior. I'm like, you're adding letters. (laughs) Use your hand. As long as they do that, it's okay. Uh, (laughs) And what, what, what were you saying? I can't remember. Oh, good thing. Good thing I'm on track because I'm Adrian Kwan. So during the in the beginning of the pandemic, um, I was like, <laughs> I was cooking things for my grandfather to bring him when I was in isolation with my parents, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is good. This is good." And then I went to his favorite ice creamery, which is in between my parents' house and his house in our like our little neighborhood town area. And they make their own ice cream from the cows they have on the property. It's amazing. Woodside Farms Creamery in Delaware, top 10 in the country, possibly the world. And so I picked up his favorite ice cream and I brought it to him. And he was more excited about the ice cream than the food (laughs) I was cooking it from scratch. I was like, I feel a kind of way about this, Grandpa. So (laughs) I started only bringing him ice cream. (laughs) 
But fresh, can I just say fresh made ice cream? Because mm-hmm. I have an ice cream machine at home, and so you make it yourself, so you get the ingredients. Uh, it does taste different when you've oh. just when when you've just finished making it, and it's soft. I swear that you, you, I don't normally like ice cream, but that I need to eat the whole thing. Like you put a bit of, um, you use free range eggs, you use organic this, organic that, and then vanilla beans. And you're just like, oh, I just ate the whole thing. This is the same machine that I made champagne sorbet from, uh, with. So that machine has gotten a lot of good use. Since I'm Adrian Kwan right now, I want us all to go around in a circle and say our favorite ice cream flavor, starting with Danny Ooh. One. Oh my god, you put me on the spot like that. Um, uh, That's your answer to every question I ever ask you. It's literally don't put me on the spot spot like that. Because there's so many options. Um, I know, I love them all. The Ben and Jerry's (laughs) peanut butter cup. Ben and Jerry's peanut butter cup is my favorite. Uh That's that's a really good one. Mm, It's like salty and sweet. Mm. Danielle, too? You're Danielle, too. (laughs) <laughs> you are right now. You are oh, you right now. Yeah. I'm getting confused. Uh, I don't. Do you, do you have a brand of ice cream called Connoisseur? I mean, I'm not talking about fresh made stuff now, but store. There's a brand oh, here yeah. uh, called Connoisseur. Connoisseur. Yeah. Con- Con- no, no, that's, a, that's French, is, not Italian. Stop doing this. This is why you would shop at Waitrose. <laughs> Champagne sorbet and connoisseur ice cream. 100% Champagne sorbet sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Mm. You wouldn't Danielle, get that. What brand, what brand of gin do you like, Danielle? Oh, I like Monkey 47. Yeah, and that's ex- fancy. Yeah, it's not that cheap. <laughs> well, so I would agree with you. I, I would shop at Waitrose with you. You're a good company. <laughs> Dear me. Um, cookies and cream, though. I don't actually normally like cookies and nah. cream, but this cookies, the connoisseur brand, the cookies are soft. They're kind of like, um, oh, what's that American cookie brand? Um, Oreos, but soft ones. I, yeah. I could eat the whole tub. When I used to be vegan, what I would do is give myself one cheat day a week, which was Friday, and every Friday night, I would eat an entire tub of cookies and cream. Connoisseur. Oh, no. I don't know if you, it's a one liter tub. I don't know if that's a pint or whatever, but that's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah, you'd have to be in like a lactose coma after that. A lactard. We call them lactards. Oh, okay. I don't know. There's a whole word for it. The sugar high or the lactose coma. <laughs> I don't remember that. because I would just eat it every Friday night and then I'd pass out. There was oh, okay. a good time. Coma, the coma one. <laughs> I'll pass it over to Chloe. <laughs> so yeah, I just love the standard Ben and Jerry's caramel choo-choo. But I have this weird thing where if it's hot outside, then I won't really like ice cream. I'll prefer like a lemon sorbet or something. I actually prefer mm. a frozen yogurt to ice cream. Oh yeah. Like see when you go to the little frozen yogurt stores, love them. I love ice cream too, but I mean I would have a frozen yogurt any day before I would have an ice cream. Like and Is one that- of the little stores where you can put all the toppings on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Pink berry. Yeah. I have one just up the street. Those sort of like poppable balls. Um what what are those? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Nope. Waffle balls? Pop- yeah, you, you put them on your frozen yogurt and you put them in your mouth and they just pop. No? Oh, the, the um, sherbet, <laughs> the things that crackle? Wait, uh, they're, they're like... They're like, not tapioca pearls, but they're like, like pearls. Rice? Yeah, they're like pearls, yeah. 
Oh. Although oh. the things you get in those um the milk tea the, the milk tea oh. drinks. There's like juice That's in boba. Boba? Yeah. Is it boba? Boba? I have yeah, no I idea what like Chloe's talking about. Are you talking about the big they're, they're quite big. They- they're about a centimeter across yeah. and they're soft and squidgy. They don't really have any taste, but they've got a really interesting chewy texture. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, because they no, pop in your mouth and there's lots of flavor in them once they pop. There's lots oh, of flavor. Chill. Don't get so angry about it, Chloe. Flavor no, lots of no. flavor in it. You can get them in lots of flavors. You can get strawberry and raspberry and blue. Mango. What, what shop are we talking about here? Now I really want to know. They're in frozen yogurt shops. We would usually get them in I've a frozen never... yogurt shop. Oh, we don't, One of the ones would be like, here. they're just like squidgy balls and... <laughs> moving on guys let's move away from squidgy balls you know things have gone out of control when Danielle is the one that's calling for calm Oh my god, well that's gonna be clipped out. You know that's gonna be a highlight. It's another t shirt, there you go. Oh I've got I was another slogan. Like, bring up a picture or something. Like so you know what I mean? <laughs> um I'm crying now. Um I think we all know what squidgy balls means. Um, no, um Oh god. No, okay. That is so good. It's so funny. Oh I'm crying. <laughs> um I'll tell you my favorite ice cream or froyo since you know gotta yes <laughs> gotta rain hand adrian in the tissue <laughs> um i don't have a favorite mm. brand but it has to be comprised of chocolate <gasps> slash coffee java there they are espresso <laughs> there's these and they pop they explode in your mic what, <laughs> are, they, like, what are they called boba, what, what are they backing up for a second tapioca yeah popping boba Popping boba. boba. Popping boba. Yeah. But tapioca and they, doesn't pop. And, tapioca, and they have those lot, ones are just solid. Oh, yeah, and there's lots does. of flavor. Yeah, they pop in your mouth oh. and they just burst. They just, lots of flavor. Like, oh, I'll have to try those because I don't normally like tapioca pearls because we have milk tea is a huge thing here in Australia. Yeah. Everyone's crazy about it, especially the non-Asians, which is funny because it's a, a traditional <laughs> Asian drink. But they have the big tapioca. Uh, when I say big, they're about a centimeter across yeah. and the straw has to be thick because otherwise it wouldn't go up. But I, I, I hate I hate them. They have no oh, taste. I like them. A weird texture. Also, someone was in the news recently for having too many of them and basically had an indigestion, went into the hospital, they x-rayed the stomach or whatever, and like her entire stomach was filled with these balls that just weren't being digested. Um, oh, no. The only thing I found them useful for was putting them in a straw and shooting them at people. They make really good spitballs. Like, shoot them. Hmm. Maybe yeah. don't do that, do that in a pandemic. Oh, no, no, this was way before pandemic oh. when spitting things at people was much more acceptable. <laughs> you might get arrested for that. No, I did it from a balcony down and down. Anyway, before I incriminate <laughs> myself too much. <laughs> um, Daniel, what were you saying? You, the, the, the ice cream you like? It sounded like you were hedging your bets. You had everything in your ice cream. Oh, it has to be like chocolate with coffee flavor, hopefully some like coffee or espresso beans in it. 
but it can't be vanilla ice cream. It has to be like either a chocolate ice cream or a coffee ice cream and then the topping to be, you know, one of the other ones. I'll agree with you on the vanilla, but if you run <gasps> vanilla beans, fresh vanilla beans through vanilla, it's not vanilla anymore. It it tastes so so much better. Um, I, I actually might have to change mine. Pistachio. Oh, I love a pistachio. Yeah, a good. good gelato. Good gelato. Gelato. Pistachio. Pistachio. Hey. <laughs> At what point does this become sort of offensive? I don't know, but I feel like we passed it many, many, many minutes ago. All right, really important question. Someone tell me what is the difference between gelato and ice cream? I've never been able to figure this out. One's made in Italy. No, it's gelato. The, uh, it's the type of cream used, I want to believe. It's like one is a higher end and thicker. Like, like a double cream. Yeah, consistency. And so then you get more of that like gel, jelly, gelato flavor <laughs> and texture. More, you get more of this flavor. <laughs> okay. Because I. It comes with it. We always have this, Would you like a side of. Sorbet is traditionally non-dairy, right? So, like, I made a champagne sorbet or you have a fruit sorbet. But gelato and ice cream both have dairy, so I could never quite figure out what the difference was. Should we look it up? Google. Oh. <laughs> Google. Google. All right, here we go. Drum gelato roll, versus ice cream. What's the difference? Uh, hang on. No, thanks. Take me to food. All right. No, gelato and ice cream aren't the same thing. Here are a few key differences. This won't make you hungry at all, will it? Oh, um, I'm starving already. Where oh, is wow. the difference? Gelato is really quite distinct from ice cream. Creaminess. Gelato is creamier, smoother, and silkier, as well as denser and more elastic and fluid than American ice cream. I heard that, Daniel. Um, <laughs> while both gelato and ice cream contain cream, milk, and sugar, Authentic gelato, here we go, uses more milk and less cream than ice cream and oh. generally doesn't use egg yolks, which are a common ingredient in ice cream. I know that because that's how I made my um, vanilla ice cream. So mm. butterfat, air and flavor. Ice cream contains at least 10% butterfat and usually has between 14 and 25%. Meanwhile, Italian gelato includes only about 4 to 9% fat, yet gelato also contains less air than American ice cream. Mm. So the opposite. So apparently, there's quite a lot. <laughs> uh, well, you don't. I mean, it might still be higher quality, but it has less cream. I um, prefer gelato. I have to change my answer if it's gelato because then I'm going for some sort of like um, hazelnut chocolate. Ooh, yes. yes. It's like nocciola. Oh my gosh, no, my no grandfather would be so. That's no, hazelnut. Noisette. Noisette. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My no, grandfather would French be one. upset if he knew that I forgot the name of that in Italian. <laughs> Don't tell him. I, I I won't tell him. All right, so you you guys have been like, it's not fair. You're hedging your bets. Okay, well, the one ice cream that you can't stand. Then the what? What's the one mm. ice cream flavor that is either you can't stand or is disappointing? Bubble gum. What? <laughs> it is quite disappointing. That was an interesting. <laughs> I don't know what that look made meant. What what did that look mean? Yeah, it sounds good, but then it's disappointing when you, when you, you try. It just it. tastes so artificial. Yeah, no, and it's Dan, usually blue. Dan, Dan, this Danny made a very funny face when you said bubblegum. Like, what what did that face mean? Yeah, I want to know what that face meant. 
think I didn't know that existed. <laughs> Bubblegum yeah. ice cream? Yeah. Yeah, it's not very good. No, it's not good. Tastes like... Okay. My stepdad is obsessed with rum and raisin. And, Ooh, um, yeah. No, I don't like rum and raisin. I just feel it's one thing that I should drink and one thing I don't want in my ice cream is raisin. So I'll agree with that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say vanilla because I I think it's just yeah. a little wah, wah to me. <laughs> yeah. Of all the flavors, if I'm going to treat myself to ice cream, to me, vanilla is just like, why would I bother? If I'm going to treat myself, I'm going to mm. do it right. Like give me some Although, sort of triple choc chocolate fudge. Yeah. Uh, what I yes, will say... One. You need to have, if you're going to have vanilla, you need to have Cornish cream, Devon, Devon or Cornish cream vanilla. It's next level. It's. I've heard about this because Cornish cream is a thing. What, oh. what, what's the deal with that? Like, it, I think I've had it once and it tasted a lot richer. It's so rich. Um, it's all, it's more like buttery as well. It's more yellow. Um Yeah. That is so good. I have you, that? I think I've had that somewhere. Did you have that when you was in Wales? It might it might have been because I've definitely had it. As soon as you said it, I'm like, yeah, I've had that somewhere. And it really does yeah. taste different. It is really different. I'll have to um, try it. Yeah. Next time you're in the UK, I think it's I think you I don't think you can get it abroad. Um it's a UK thing. When but I come visit really you, nice. have it in your freezer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um this Danielle here. How many countries have you visited? You've been all over the place. I know you've been to Sydney. Uh, any countries you haven't 45. been to? Oh, God. I think I waited like an hour in line for one of those milk teas on Sydney. I was like, is it really all of the chocolate? No. Uh, it's, uh, no. People were waiting. There was a giant line for I know. I know people are obsessed with it. Don't get me started. I, I hate this stuff. I have all my non Here's the funny thing. I have all my white friends going, oh, my God, you need to drink this tea. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. Not milk, tea. I want the tea. There's no tea. I don't even think there is any tea in it. I don't think there is. No, it's literally just milk and sugar and then these, as Chloe would say, squidgy balls. What? He can't help himself, can he? They've come up in conversation once. I, I, I wasn't the one that said it. I'll bring yeah, up but, no one wants to bring up squidgy balls. I showed you a picture of it and it confirmed that they are in fact <laughs> squidgy balls. Please don't They're show us more pictures. Please don't type that into Google. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so great. <laughs> I wonder if anyone is enjoying this. <laughs> they probably give us a little crazy. I do this completely for myself, not for the benefit of any other human beings in the world. Um, <sighs> speaking of, I'm going to make the top left the, the hot seat. So I'm going to put Chloe here. Chloe, can you tell that, Danielle, how you don't know my name? No. <laughs> I'm going on speaking strike. I'm on strike now for the rest of the podcast. Even the American was able to say Quan. I'm not. <laughs> well it, you know in her defense i've been to asia many times and so if i couldn't pronounce my friends names i feel like they'd be like you know making fun of me for being a typical american is like an easy target type thing so yeah americans I'm just sorry. Are easy targets i'm Chloe, sorry can you say can you actually say my name can you say cool. kwan Say my, oh, name, say my name. I would say, and with my accent, I would say Quan, 
because that's yeah. my accent. Yeah. You're Quan, but with a dairy accent, it's Quan. Quan. But you didn't say Quan. Chloe. I you know. Said so good. So good. You didn't say. <laughs> if you said Quan, I would have let you off the hook. You said Chan. Is it because we all look alike? It's like a Chan, Quan, Quan. It's all the same thing. It's all uh, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to go. I've got a a phone call that I. Yeah. yeah. Is she telling the truth? Like, no. Academy Award-winning acting by Chloe Louise Davies, right there. Um, you actually, so Chloe, you had a you had a thing on a um, you weren't shown, but you were on a TV episode recently, right? You, you didn't actually get shown. Your friend did. Oh yeah, Marcella, or is it Marcella? I don't know. I struggle I, I with know. pronouncing something. <laughs> is that another, I, friend? another friend? Another friend? <laughs> <laughs> no, the TV show. I don't know if you've heard of it, Danny. Marcella, or is it Marcella? I'm not nope. 100%. I think it's Marcella. M-A-R-C-E-L-L-A. But Marcella. I, yeah, I would say Marcella, but whenever I was watching it, some guy said Marcella, who was introducing it, so I don't know if he got it wrong. Or if I've been is, it an Irish, <laughs> is it an Irish TV show? Yeah, no, it's a UK one. No. It's, it's set in oh, London, okay. I think, but it's filmed in Belfast. So yeah, it was like a nightclub scene and basically we spent the whole day there just chilling like with glasses of water, pretending it was alcohol, dancing and being silly. And there was like a murder in the nightclub, like the guy walked in the VIP and got murdered. And we were just like there dancing behind the curtain, pretending nothing was wrong. And yeah, it was just the easiest job I've ever had. I would do that every day if I could imagine that. Just And I didn't even get shown on TV, so brilliant get paid yeah for just to dance around and pretend to be in a club at 7 a.m so yeah it was good fun i would do it again definitely um they're going to be doing more filming in belfast i believe um a few like netflix shows and stuff are going to be filmed here so i think there's going to be lots oh. of like extra work yeah so never yeah, know i might cool. do that's, more that- in the future the only productions that are happening are from Netflix because obviously with the pandemic, mm-hmm. no one's going to the movies. So mm-hmm. all the funding is going to Netflix and their their commission movies and series. Is. So, yeah. Yeah, good on Netflix. Um, okay. Chloe, do you want to say McVitie's? McVitie's. I always thought it was. McVitie's, but then I found out it was just McVitie's. So, yeah. It's taken But, yeah, I've just been wrong Mc- the whole time. McVitie's. 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 Um, Mc- so, so let's put this Daniel back in the hot seat. Daniel, have you been to the UK? Yes, or I Ireland? have. You've been to Ireland? Uh, I have not been to Ireland yet. Yet. But I have plenty of family there, so it's just a matter of time. <laughs> Whereabouts in the UK have you have you been to? London and uh, got lost on a train or the tube, tube somewhere tube. Uh, in like the suburban <laughs> area. So gave myself a reason to walk around a little bit more, and then was like, "Well, I'm by myself, so I should probably get back." <laughs> but um, stopped for a cup of tea, which was really good. I love yeah. afternoon tea over there. I just love it. So eat my body weight in cake <laughs> and tea. When I'm over there, you, I was you basically making... these two Daniels are exactly the same. Eating their body uh-huh. weight in cake, cake. Mm-hmm. I and love tea. cake, but not Man, vanilla cake. cake. <laughs> I do vanilla cake. No vanilla cake I love or vanilla ice cream. cake. No oh. vanilla at all. Okay, I'll make sure that when we when I book us tea, we'll have like a 
a fun experimental style afternoon tea. It's just, it's just, well, it's just a thing. We do have a restaurant like that here. Dan's oh. Le Noir, where you eat in the pitch black, you can't see anything. You're, you're oh, no, I'm not okay with that because just you're... the way my mind works, I would put some dodgy yeah. stuff on the plate. No, <laughs> your waiters are visually impaired as well. Um, so it's oh, well, that, a really okay. wait, amazing experience. It's completely in the dark. They're in, how do they find you for your table, though? So they know, obviously, the, the place at the back of their hand. <laughs> So what if you like put your chair back to get up to go to the toilet and you knock a waiter down? His... I think I can't remember because this was years ago that I went. Um, if you want to go to the bathroom, I think you have to like say a certain word and someone will come over and take you to the bathroom. But they do encourage <laughs> you to go to the bathroom beforehand. Otherwise, it could be like madness in there. Yeah, someone could be running word. around. You could have a real yeah. life game of um, the imposter in the, uh, among us. Oh, Danielle, do you do any accents? We, uh, I feel like I have to ask this every every week we're on. Do you do Me? any accents? Yeah, you. I'm I'm really bad at accents. My sis, one of my sisters, is really, really, really good at them. And so to try to rile her up a little bit, I'll throw some accents out, like Cardi B, or you know, try to be from like Australia or London. Or, it's just not good. <laughs> like I'll I'll go for one accent, but it'll sound like something completely across the world. Say something. Say something in Australian. Give an Australian accent to go. I want to hear a Cardi B one. No, I don't want a Cardi B one. I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna Cardi- turn off for that. Wait, no Cardi Chloe, B. Chloe, Chloe go virus. away. Coronavirus. Uh, real. It's real. <laughs> I'd rather uh, listen to fingernails going down a chalkboard than that. Crikey. Crikey. Does everyone in the world think that us Australians just go around going, oh, crikey. (laughs) I've never said that in my life. Crikey. Oh, throw a shrimp on the barbie, mate. The one we we do say is how you going. That that is definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like an American doing an Australian accent for a kid's cartoon. I warned you. Can you say say how you going? Not who says gnarly. How you going? No, just say just say how you going. How you going? <laughs> now you sound cockney. Why are you putting that? Now you sound in like me. Yeah, how, how you going, going mate? Governor. <laughs> oh dear. But this is all Chloe keeps saying that every time she tries to do an Australian accent, she ends up in her words sounding like a cockney geezer. Uh, I don't know what the geezer means. Your accent is a derivative of the cockney accent, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, I wasn't very far, right? Yeah. Are you saying far, that I'm derived from was... you? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I, I once came across this um, case, London um... guy. <laughs> this London guy that had a very squeaky voice. Um, squeaky. Yeah. <laughs> and and, 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 I, just, and squeaky. I, I just kept calling him a geezer, but he, he didn't really mind. Um, he was like friends with like my friends, and then we were just kind of like making fun of him, and we were copying his accent. And yeah, it's, it's like pretty Joe bad. Pasquale. 
You know, the, the guy yeah. that Joe Pasquale, that like, kind of squeaky. Is that someone's belly that just rumbled? <laughs> was that someone's belly that just rumbled? That was yours, wasn't it, Chloe? <laughs> I didn't hear anything. I heard a belly rumble. It was like, <laughs> Chloe, are you hungry? <laughs> Have you had dinner, love? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Where well, is Molly? It's just Dustin. <laughs> She sounds very like defensive. You know? <laughs> See, Dana, this is this is what happens after you've been on a like Chloe's now been with us for about twenty episodes. We've she was so nice and innocent and naive, and you can see over twenty episodes that we gradually managed to break her down. To the point where she's just randomly yelling and ranting about the flavors of squidgy balls that she likes. Oh, no. So I wasn't like yelling. I was just mocking a viral video from online, the one with the two Scottish girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought yeah, you were that's yelling. What I was... She was like, disgusting. No. <laughs> disgusting. It's like one of the little girls went to the bathroom and forgot to flush. Yeah. <laughs> Which one are you? About oh. <laughs> <laughs> And the mum came in and she was like, which one are you two? And, and then she yelled that it was disgusting. So I was just pretending to be the mum, like, jokingly. Yeah. So the UK people will, tune in expecting will know, yeah. a very cerebral podcast will be sadly disappointed, but we never do anything cerebral on this podcast. Um, I, I'm still I'm still getting over the fact that I'm a derivative of Danielle. That's... Um, yeah. It's true because we were, you know, in East London, we were, you know, a bit of scoundrels, in other words. Um, we were... We're convicts. Yeah, so. ex-convicts. So, And all the convicts came from, you know, the poor part of London, East London. which is East London. Uh, so okay. they all had accents like mine. Then they came down to you and your accent is... Because I say mate a lot and that's a very American uh, thing. You say, yeah, you say mate more than I... I don't call anyone mate. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you say mate more than I do. What do Americans say? Is it bu- buddy? Dude? Buddy. I, 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 bro. Is it, buddy? is it dude? Bro. 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 What's up, bro? What's up, bro? bro? We just say, what's the crack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, the issue with that one, as we discuss, is that, that you know, if, depending on the context you use that in, that can get you in trouble with the police. Yeah. Talking about the crack. Like, mm, What's the interesting. Crack? It's good crack, so it is. It's good crack. Like, if you're yeah, having a fun time. It doesn't make it any better. If you're having a fun time, you're like, oh, you're a good crack. If you're having a bad time, you're like, oh, you're crap crack. And then um, <laughs> then you'd be like, so if you're asking someone how they're doing, you just like, take oh, notes. So, What's the crack? Um, yeah, so crack just slides in everywhere, really. Um, yeah. Chloe's on one tonight. Chloe, <laughs> Chloe, Chloe you crackhead. <laughs> oh, boy. It's going down like in history for sure yeah this this is definitely an episode not to not to be forgotten um all right just to make it somewhat sensible uh does anyone have anything exciting coming up within the next week or next month or so danielle thing two what have you got coming up I have two editorial spreads in two very um, up there with like social media followings. I want to say like more than 3 million impressions. Wow. 
is ah. what they'll they have their followers are like in the hundred thousands but the impressions are much higher so coming out two this month which is Yay. exciting and a new a new music release Yay. wow i can't wait i was going to ask you about that because I, it's been a while since you released one so that's cool i was Got going to video. do like yes um well the music video i had an idea for but since it's winter and i'm kind of up against the wall with what i can really get done and who i can work with i'm feeling like maybe yeah. this is one where i release the song first and mm -hmm. then re-release it with the music video but i really wanted to release uh one song per month leading up to the pageant but sometimes you just gotta give yourself a break and be like you know you could do it all that but was pretty ambitious <laughs> that was pretty ambitious of you to try and release a song every month well the songs are all done so i could have done that but i really wanted to couple them with the music videos and we already talked about how much work that is and also because i do make the outfits uh, myself alongside Ela, which is this amazing woman that's super super talented that helps my vision come to life and so i do have one new outfit made it's out of plastic bottles wow Just a little hint there but i also wanted to be underwater again <laughs> and Ooh, i also to be cold, yeah. cold so yeah. um yeah i mean if it was a normal world i'd be able to utilize a pool and a hotel but they're you know few and far between right now so mm. just yeah. the song so danielle that sounds very, you... very exciting <clears throat> sorry i don't know what's wrong with my throat it's a bit sore <laughs> so um if you could pick one song that you could say you wish you had written but you hadn't written what song would it be oh gosh um it's probably going to be a power like diva ballad type song. I really like uh, the vein that Ariana Grande writes in for her ballads. Like POV, Point of View, is one of her newest songs. Mm -hmm. I just think it's such mm -hmm. a gorgeous ballad, and it it'll stand the test of time. I could I could hear it being played ten years from now. It's just very um, classic already, yeah. in my opinion, mm -hmm. and. But also like Whitney Houston, like who writes like oh that God, anymore? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say a Christmas song because then you get the royalties every year. <laughs> I may or may not have written a few Christmas songs. So, oh wow! <laughs> uh, but I have written a ballad before that I haven't. It's pop. It's not environmental. It's a, like a love ballad, and um, during that time in 2012, where I was like. I think I mastered seven songs. My parents still play it. Um, and they like will be either sitting at the table for Thanksgiving and my dad will just put it on the Bluetooth speaker and they'll Aww. all start singing and dancing to it and at the top of their lungs. Oh, that's <laughs> so, so cute. They really like it, but I don't know. Maybe I'll just keep that for them. <laughs> but I was trying to channel Whitney in that song. And so I think I got there. They like it. Oh, it's not easy. It's, it's not easy mm. to channel Whitney out of anyone to pick. Um, Ariana Grande does an impression of Whitney, amazing. which is yeah. all of her impressions amazing. are phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what boggles me is how strong Ariana Grande's voice is for someone that's small. You just kind mm -hmm. of assume that to have a a big voice like that, you need to have more lung capacity, and she's tiny. Um, but then Christina Aguilera, who's got a phenomenal mm. voice as well, she's tiny as well. 
Um, but she does and a really Lady good Gaga. impression. I s- yeah. I saw Jessie J. It was actually on a Chinese mm. singing competition, I think, and she, she did a won? rendition of, yeah, um, oh. of Whitney Houston, and that was scary. I did not know Jessie J could sing like that because yep. um, her songs don't really show that off. It's more about the dancing and the pop <clears throat> and the rhythm. But she's got a phenomenal voice as well. So, Honestly, um, I think it's a close call between whose voice is more acrobatic. I follow Jessie J like mm. right when she like graduated. She graduated the same uh, music school that Adele went to. Yeah. They, they would like riff battle in the stairs. Sylvia Young. I think they all went Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Were they Sylvia Young? Yeah, yeah. I know quite a few people that went to school um, with them to be based in London. And they have just churned out talent after talent. Um, I don't know if you know who Pixie Lot is. Pixie oh, Lot, I love her, her voice. Her voice is phenomenal and she does not get enough credit for it. Um, I think she's actually on the Masked Singer at the moment. It hasn't. They haven't confirmed it's her, but I'm pretty sure it's her. I think it's you sausage. can tell in her. Pardon? Do you think she's sausage? I think she's sausage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These guys are gonna have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I don't know. No she's idea a what you're talking about, and she's I just sausage. heard she's this. Okay. So we have um, a show. Let me give you some context. We have a show here in the UK called The Masked Singer, and it's singers uh-huh. like from the past that come out that are wearing full-on costume. And uh, there's a panel of judges. It's a real mixed bag, and they guess who they thinks in the costume. Um, and I think Pixie oh, Lot. Okay. Pixie Lot is in the sausage outfit. <laughs> I think Aston from JLS is the Robin. Is the Robin? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's very picky. <laughs> what are these outfits? Sausages and, and, and robins. The Google it. The badger may be Peter like Andre, possibly. I don't the know. Now. Peter Andre is not a no. singer. Get Peter Andre away. Oh, I have God, no Peter idea. Andre. I think I think badger is someone that's northern. I get a real northern mm-hmm. tone to the voice. I don't know. Who northern. I have no idea what they're northern. talking about. If you if you ever if you ever go back to the UK and you want to start, there are so many ways to start an argument with people in the UK because they're all so fiercely, ridiculously territorial about the world's most stupid things. Someone defined someone defined being British as arguingly passionately about things that just don't matter. And having mm-hmm. having had a lot of experience with it, I have to say it, it's pretty true. And I've got to throw the Irish in there because. Chloe last week went on a rant about bread rolls and she got super worked up. I'm like, God, it's just bread. Chill. (laughs) If you want to get this one annoyed, Danielle, when you come to the UK, go and have your afternoon tea and put the jam on first and then the cream. I wouldn't allow it. I wouldn't allow it. You you see? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Just as you're cutting your scone, I'll be like, wait a minute. Just making sure. You see? And she can't not talk about it. I can't. I can't even talk about it without her literally just see the eyeballs like, like she's about nope. to attack. I've had enough so, afternoon so. tea to know. Do you get annoyed when people use the wrong utensil then, or don't put the napkin in their lap and things like that? Is that you? No, I don't, I don't get annoyed knife. by that. I'll get annoyed if someone just has got <laughs> bad table manners, and I'll get annoyed if someone has both elbows on the table. If it's a formal dinner, if it's like non-formal dinner, you can do with what you damn like. I don't care. What if, if the guy, say you're on a date with someone, what if to them it's formal, but to you it's not? If for them it's for, what would I do that? No, I, put, I wouldn't put my elbows in the table. Never. Or, no. Uh, I think I, if I'm eating with like my dad or my sister, I'll have like one elbow maybe. <laughs> like, 
that's not formal, but no, <laughs> on a date, absolutely not. Danielle, stop trying to derail the conversation. <laughs> You're, you're, you're like me. You like getting people wound up and then watching them do their thing. And you're just uh-huh. like, <laughs> I, what I wanted to show you just in case, and then we can close on this and then stop talking nonsense. But I wanted to show you Jesse J. I don't know if you guys have seen it on, I, I think it's this one here, but just listen to her. She's amazing. It's on a ch- She's so good. heard that i just got chills because i did mm. not know that she could sing like that oh I had yeah no idea what was yeah, that she... was that to, who knows what that that show is it was like a reality show but it had real singers on not not unknowns it was it was in china it was I don't like know, they were Martin. looking for like a singing champion and uh it really helped her career in asia for sure um that when i would go <laughs> when i was in china Two years ago, I was going to the karaoke spot by myself when my friends were at, um, unfortunately, a funeral. And so there were all, any Jesse J song you wanted to sing, they had it. But then they'd have like oh. two Adele and like two Ariana Grande. Mm. So like they're really, really into Jesse now, as they should because she's so super talented. I encourage you guys to look up some of her earlier live performances mm. of songs that she wrote that are very like, you know, pop on the track. But then when she does them live, it's just her and a guitar. And she really, mm. really like just mm-hmm. kills it. She's amazing. I, yeah. I'm still trying to practice some of her <laughs> riffs that she does. Yes. Her, her Literally the, the acrobatics that she does is crazy mm-hmm. with her voice. I think the it was the same school as Amy Winehouse as well. Was a load of great singers that came Jess out. CJ actually wrote "Party in the USA." Um, Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. She wrote it for herself, and then mm-hmm. they told her to give it to Miley or something. Which it doesn't really make sense because Miley's from the USA. So she wrote a few songs for like uh, I think one was going to be like you know Miley Cyrus and thinking of Britney Spears and different things like that. But then, uh, and she was a songwriter and she made quite a bit of money doing that. But then she figured, mm-hmm. well, I should just keep it for myself. And that's when she came out with um, the the track I'm, that I'm about to say is kind of inappropriate, I guess, because the titles "Do It Like a Dude." Oh yeah, but yeah. it's based on like women empowerment and stuff. But her acoustic version of that live is insane. Mm-hmm. She completely like throws it to like this bluesy tone instead of this crazy like pop type of like rugged mix oh my gosh i'm just Mm -hmm. i actually almost met her once i was in um soho house yes and i don't get starstruck i just don't and she walked in with a baseball hat on and like overalls or something crazy and i was like oh my god oh my god and it was a buffet actually is where we were for lunch and i was like do I just like skip the line and shove someone aside, grab a plate and like, you know, ask her to pass me like a macaroon or something. <laughs> but I, but I didn't. She was there with some big time. Um, label she, was date- too. she was dating Channing Tatum at one point as well. That was Is recent. Not anymore. Mm, no, I don't not know. anymore. So he's available I'll then. I'll probably get starstruck well, about Channing well, Tatum. I, I was on the, 
I was on a date. Okay, I'm going to criminalize myself here more. Before I met my boyfriend, I was on a dating app called Raya. And I know for a fact that Jesse J was on there and both Channing Tatum was on there. So I'm guessing they met on Raya. Because that's a weird match. Raya. Correct me if I'm wrong, but are some celebrity matches made What's by their What's Raya? Matches? Is he still on there? So. Who? Channing Tatum. <laughs> um, I, I haven't been on there in ages. Last time I checked, I didn't see him on there. Oh, I think okay. he came off when he probably met Jesse J. Sorry, Chloe. It if but you're watching Tranum, rejoin and I'll rejoin too. <laughs> I have to send you an invitation though, because it's Oh, is um, it a private Oh yes, you have to be screened. It's that it's very like I don't even know how screened. I got on there. It's so like it's so exclusive, which which sounds terrible. But I was I had to be screened and I joined six years ago when I was Miss Grand Wales. So technically I was public figure. I don't know how I got on there. On there now is like like big time celebrities and i'm like how did i get like you know when you that person that sneaks into a really high-end party you're like i don't belong here i'm gonna get kicked out at any point that's how i felt on that app was that back in your blonde days uh yes i joined it when i was blonde and then i had to change up the image oh my gosh you were blonde oh i was very blonde honey i was i have to look very that. blonde very i downloaded that agent go tappy 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 I downloaded the, tappy, the tappy, what is it tappy. called, Facetune app just to see what I look like blonde. I think I look kind of like Haley Bieber, though. Mm. But it looks oh, weird wow. if I have see like, that makeup that I. The have, only the you know, only thing I can find is Danielle's "Take Me Out" video. Nice. No. <laughs> Send it to me. I'll, you can you can I'll show you. Ben. No. No. I, I want to see her go to Fernando. This is, this is so awkward. Ben. That's my ex. <laughs> That's what she looks like as her blonde. There you go. No, if you talk, if you Google my name, there's can I watch it? Up. Click into it. I love no, how he's like trying it. to chop. I won't. I won't do that to Danielle on a live. But da uh, Danielle Latimer blonde. Let's see what this is. There dangerous. We go. There, oh, there we you go. go. I'm blonde there. Oh. Oh wow. The first two of me. Beautiful. Gorgeous. But I like the brunette better. Yeah, I prefer the brunette. The, the, the next switch over is my favorite one of me blonde. Model Mayhem. Yeah, oh darn. My it, we, we were all, all on there back in the day. I don't know oh, if that even exists big. anymore. Caviar and, is good, though. Apparently it does. And Purple Port was another one back in the day. I don't know if you had Purple Port. Purple? No, I don't know if that was in the United States. I've heard I'm of that. I didn't, I didn't know what it was. You used um, it for your modeling career? Not anymore. <laughs> I meant for age. Oh. <laughs> TFP. <laughs> uh, dear me, dear me, dear me. All right. Well, if anyone's made it through this entire episode, apart from us, congratulations. That was a very wide-ranging podcast. Are you bored? I just remember. No, I just remembered Chloe's comment about squishy balls. I knew that was going to come up again. <laughs> I think we were out for a good five minutes laughing for that one. Chloe, do you want to try saying my name one more time? No. <laughs> She's annoyed. <laughs> Don't poke the bear. Yeah, you know I feel bad about it, so you keep bringing it up, but it makes me feel guilty. Me. Yep. That, that's pretty much exactly what I'm doing. Poking the bear. Anyway, 
Thank you to Thing2 for being on, Danielle. Thank you. Sorry to put you through that. It's been a ride. (laughs) A ride and a half in a very bumpy car over a lot of potholes, but we We made it. You go out dancing. Literally, I mean, and literally, and the podcast dancing. We started it dancing. (laughs) (sighs) Chloe, you have to start doing. um, Dances that are not Donald Trump dances to YMCA. Every time you're dancing, you do. I love how that's who comes to your mind. Exactly. Every time now, a dance, she starts doing the Donald Trump YMCA dance. Um, yeah, because anyway. in my head now. Oh, bad habit. Everyone used to say I dance like a bear rubbing up against a tree um, from a toilet roll ad we have. It was like. Have you seen the videos of the otters wiping themselves on the on the? They're so cute. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm going to stop everyone before we just <laughs> we've talked about so many things. Um, okay, so Dana, have you got anything? This thing one got anything coming up the next week? Nope, nope. Absolutely nothing. Um, eating, sleeping. Sorry, eating. Any shoots <laughs> or any styling? I'm just going to play music. Um, I have a session tomorrow top-up styling session just because i saw my client ages ago so we just need to follow up to see how she's doing but other than that okay okay chloe got anything coming up um yeah i received some lovely gifts in the post today from a sportswear brand from dairy a local brand um gem cake so i'm gonna i tanned up today and i'm gonna shoot some content tomorrow and the rest of the week, I'm off, so it's going to be a relaxing one. Um, yeah, might watch on TV. Any Netflix suggestions? I am open to, but I don't want to watch Bridgerton because it just doesn't seem like my thing. The what? next three days. <laughs> my friend came out with a movie. It's called The Next Three Days. It was number one on Netflix, I want to say, last week. It's really, really, really good. Oh, oh wow. And your friend's in it. What? Amazing. Did you say your friend is in it? Oh, no. He um, produced, Made directed, it. and... Oh, wow. That's incredible. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an amazing movie. It. I've watched it four times already. Whoa. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Give a really that a check. Because we, we, Netflix is different in every country, so very often the Netflix recommendations that you guys give me, I can't even get them in Australia, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Oh. But um, I'm definitely with um, Chloe on the Bridgerton <clears> front. No to Bridgerton. It's a no from me, and it's I'm never so going to watch it. It's so It's divine, darling. You must watch. Ugh. It was good in the beginning. I sat through the whole thing, but it ended up getting very um, Fifty Shades of Grey type. Not like all the way, but I was like, I, we, they're doing the yeah, same thing over was, and over again. It was unnecessary at one point. It was really unnecessary. Mm-hmm. and it, But it, it was so in, like you know innocent at first because that's how it was back in the day. I was like, oh, we... Went full spectrum now, so take it yeah. or leave it. Let's just let's just say that every time I see someone sharing something about Bridgerton, it's not about how great the plot is or historical <laughs> accuracy. It's normally about, oh my god, I want to marry him now, and I'm like, okay, not watching. Not He's watching. a good-looking guy, but oh, yeah, but by the can way, can we just say that? Yes, you played Bang Bang. That's my go-to karaoke song. Oh wow. That's got a hell of a riff song. in it. The, yeah, the part it's that's um... powerful. All right. Well, let I'll Bang Bang play us out. 
Thank you to everyone for tuning in. Sorry about the madhouse, and um, we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Remember, Confessions is out. To get your copy from Amazon, head to shaw.b forward slash confessions book, and I'll see you next time.